Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling. Well, because selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy show, because this show is all about inspiration not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others including you. Now for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, his zone of genius is his ability to build rapport and gain trust quickly which supports his passion for serving others in their pursuit of creating a more fulfilling life. So I am super excited to introduce Steve Dinga. Now, Steve is a certified life coach from Palm Springs, California. He started his practice, Desert Life Coaching, two years ago and helps people enhance their lives through personal coaching in person and online. His focus in coaching is to help others experience mind, body, and spirit balance in their lives and to visualize and realize what they truly desire in life. His book, Colors of Your Life, offers a holistic approach to wellness and healing. He also has created an approach to life called The Spirit to Play, which provides a roadmap for living with peace, love, joy, happiness, gratitude, childlike innocence, and service to others. Well, welcome, Steve. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thank you, Wendy. It's so great to be here. Yeah, and you know, I just love how you're helping people, what sounds to me like, really fall back in love with their life. So I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Thanks, Wendy. Yeah, life is uh, life is just too short, so you have to really make the most of it. <laughs> oh boy, I know it's it it really is. It's uh, in certain phases of our life, it seems like one day is like forever, but then in you know other phases of life, it's whew, what happened to this year? Oh my gosh, what happened to those five years? You know, so it really is uh, precious moment by moment. So, well, Steve, I, I'm curious. You're always top of mind. Question for me is. Exactly what was the inspiration or, you know, tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice? Wendy, uh, really, it came from the inspiration of being a trauma survivor. About mm. 10 years ago, I went through treatment for trauma and I was forced to retire from a 35 year career in marketing from uh, Wells Fargo and Bank of America. In treatment, I really learned how to heal through crisis therapy, mindful practices, and a deepened sense of spirituality. But most importantly, really how to redefine myself as a man. I had a couple jobs uh, as I tried to re-engage with life. And one was an operations director for a drug and alcohol treatment center. 
Uh, I have 30 years of sobriety myself and wanted to give that gift to others. And in that job, I was able to work with men in recovery. I led a lot of groups and found a passion for helping others. And as a result of that, I got my certification as a life coach and uh, worked evenings and weekends as I was working that job and then uh, decided to retire from that job and fully engage in life coaching. And that's what I've been doing the last couple of years here. Yeah. Wow. It sounds like you really uh, were put in a, a very difficult situation, but it, it, you know, the trauma that you experienced opened up an entirely new opportunity for you to really step into your strength. It sounds like in terms of your deep appreciation for life, number one, and secondly, the ability to support others in, you know, you really discovering that you loved being in that, you know, that kind of empowering role. So wow, Very much so. Like that was quite the journey, quite the journey, definitely. And, and walking your, your own practice of uh, re uh, what did you say? Redefining yourself? Yeah. Redefining, redefining myself, redefining. recreating that vision for uh, who I wanted to be as a man and, and yeah. what my life was all about. Yeah, those are deep, deep questions to be faced with. And not all of us really take that time to, you know, realize that we do have a lot of power and control over where our life is going. But, you know, so often we get caught up in the, you know, busyness or shoulds and woulds and coulds. So, yeah, it's uh, sometimes blessings come in a lot of different uh, shapes and forms. So, and, you know, I realize that you've had your coaching practice now for, I think we said about two years. So has your business mission or vision evolved over the course of that time? Yeah, I would say it's evolved. Uh, when I got into my business, Wendy, I was really focused on helping anyone, anyone that I would say is an adult. And I found through uh, the treatment center that I worked with and, and, and in working with men that my focus shifted a bit. It shifted to really focusing on men because I think in our culture, in our society, men have a hard time asking for help. Uh, sometimes it's seen as a sign of weakness that they feel they need to do everything for themselves. Mm -hmm. And I found that to be a niche uh, and an opportunity for myself. Uh, again, my coaching is open to anyone, but I found I've had a lot of success in attracting an ideal client uh, because, uh, because of that, because men really need the help in in creating and realizing the vision that they want. Right. Yeah. So oftentimes we're held up to what we feel are societal standards instead of just tuning in and yeah. aligning with the, the true essence of, of the person. So yeah, that's very important work. Um, yeah. And the other thing, Wendy, is uh, I, I do coach in a lot of different areas, but what happened was I found over the last couple of years is that there was really a focus on career, how to make my better my job a better job, how to look for another job, how to shift careers. And my practice seems to be focusing a lot on 
uh, career transition and especially uh, retirement as well as men mm. go from mm. their career into retirement. What do they do and how do they leave a legacy? Right. Yeah. Talk about uh, that that moment to redefine who they are, you know, when you have spent your entire life being in service under a certain title and then suddenly you're retired, uh, that's, that provides a huge opportunity for rediscovery. So yes. yeah, well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges you've had to overcome along the way in, in building your practice? Oh, I'm laughing at this. Uh, I found I'm the person that's getting in my own way. That was the biggest ah. roadblock. I had a lot of uh, limiting self-beliefs, uh, questions. Can I do this? Can I bring in clients, the dollars that I would like to take in? Uh, could I be successful? And I found myself sometimes with a negative mindset, sometimes being frustrated, and I doubted my self-confidence. And so those were some of the things that uh, were big challenges for me to overcome. And I found I could overcome them rather quickly. Yeah, well, that's those are um, understandable, given the fact that in your previous roles, you've been working for others, right, and doing a specific uh segment, you know, a specific focus within the bigger picture and, and reporting to another company and and now you are completely you and you know there, there's no other like wells fargo brand to <laughs> create the you know credibility or the proven brand it's it's you stepping out on on this limb and uh having to to check to see if you've got a parachute on so well can you share maybe a, a technique that you utilized in order to remind yourself that you do really have everything that's you know you needed to be this life coach sure uh i think the the biggest thing especially in in building my self-confidence and to be what i say what i i use the word authentic a lot to be authentic is to really walk the talk to model the behavior that others would want to see in themselves, uh, to be hopeful, to be playful in a way and engage in the world and to really do the things that inspire them and make them happy. You mentioned the spirit to play. Uh, that's just something I came up. I'm in the process of finishing my, uh, my book on that. And uh, I get excited uh, in writing it because uh, it's a it's a way to really look at life and live life uh, by reducing stress and having more fun and still mm -hmm. being accountable and being in the world. And uh, so walking the talk, just being my authentic self, I think is how I overcame a lot of that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that probably provided you with a lot of real you know, real time uh, techniques that are now supporting your clients, right? In, in their, you know, transitions, maybe to a new career or to retirement, because that is that, that moment when, you know, the, the solid ground that you're walking on has just suddenly disappeared. So that exactly. is a very frightening, yet can be exciting and creative 
time in life. So yeah, I love that. And Steve, you're obviously an expert at helping people, specifically men, uh, create that life that they, that they truly love and that they enjoy and that they have that playful nature around yet, you know, still taking care of business, right. And excelling and, and being responsible. So, but I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or, you know, the sales part of being in business? Now, this is a very different skill set. However, it sounds like in your previous role with Wells Fargo, you know, you had marketing and sales. So I'm curious, do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? You know, Wendy, uh, I love coaching, but the business development side is something I would prefer not to do or have someone <laughs> else do it for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I become much more proficient, I think, in the role. Uh, I have, uh, I, I gain a lot of clients through referral sources and past clients uh, in, in, websites that allow me to generate leads. And I think one of my great greatest strengths in the sales part is uh, an extremely high conversion ratio. Once I'm able to make contact with someone, I'm able to engage in them and convert them into a, a client. But uh, the actual sales part and all the things that I would need to do, I'd rather be spending all my time coaching. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, no, that's understandable. And, uh, you know, in starting out in business, uh, we have to wear many hats, at least unless you have uh, some financial reserve that allows you to just simply hire. But, you know, the, the interesting thing is only you know you. And so even if you did have a huge financial reserve, it would not be successful for you to hire a salesperson because, you have a very unique perspective on how you can support and empower somebody through their transformation to become that person that is really back in love with life. And so it's not transactional selling. And that's, you know, that's where it's easy to hire a sales team or a salesperson. Hey, just sell this widget, sell this, you know, this service. But as a transformational coach, it's, very difficult to hire somebody to sell the transformation on your behalf. So, well, what specifically can I provide you with a little bit of support around? Do you have a specific challenge that uh, you'd love some insight with or around? Yeah, you mentioned, uh, you know, the Wells Fargo brand and others in the corporate environment. There's so many people that are proficient. And in my business, being uh, in a sense a sole proprietor and, and trying to grow my business, I find I need to ask for help at times in areas where I might not be proficient. And I'm always looking at ways to reach people, uh, whether it's in podcasts or webinars, building email lists. And I'm just trying to get a few more tips on what are ways that I can be more visible. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's interesting. And I would love to provide you with a little bit of insight around that if you'd like. Sure. So you shared how your focus has shifted from serving everybody, because let's face it, everybody is in life. Everybody is facing 
challenges and predicaments and frustrations and the feeling of stuck, uh, you know, limiting beliefs at play regardless. Uh, but you have through the course of your evolution in business, narrowed your scope to supporting men. And that's been narrowed now even more specifically into supporting men in their careers, whether that's, um, uh, moving up the corporate ladder or switching roles or transitioning to retirement. And so, you know, it's an interesting thing. And I, as a person that already has deep experience in marketing, you know that putting your information in front of where your ideal client, potential client hangs out is the first thing, right? That's always the most important because the internet, the World Wide web is, massive, you know, to just put right. an article out um, and hope, you know, or even post it on Facebook and hope until you have, you know, that loyal following uh, people that are already very connected with you. It's difficult to reach many people. That's the kind of the frustrating part. It's like right. there's this glass wall in front of us. There's so many people. Exactly. You can't right. reach them. And so, Starting, you know, what I like to support my clients with is starting with a very specific pain point that your ideal client suffers around. Very, very specific. And, you know, what that looks like, I'm just guessing here something about, you know, um, being recognized at work when they're, you know, starting their search for um, a new VP or, you know, some other role that um, might be a good move for this person, you know? And so I'm just guessing here I'm roll with me, but so what you would, um, what would be effective is to be in service and provide a very specific resource that's going to support that person in solving that one little aspect of their challenge, right? And here's how to, you know, receive recognition or here, here's how to become noticed when, it, you know, uh, for promotion or, you know, again, bear with me as I'm trying to you know, sure, <laughs> project yeah. here. And then, okay, back to square one, where does your ideal client hang out? Well, if they're in the corporate sector, a professional sector is typically LinkedIn. Right. And so there are various modes within LinkedIn to reach out to your potential clients, whether it's posting, you know, content, but it has to be optimized so that it's not just free content. That's where most people lose ground and become exhausted, exhausted with the business development side. And so there are certain optimizations that need to occur. But my main point that I'm making is when you solve a specific problem and you make that into create that into you know a resource that will really catch the attention of your ideal potential client that's when you can start it's you know it's it's more of a marathon if you want to do this organically otherwise you know of course paying for facebook or linkedin ads is a different ball game but Sure. It, it really is an organic process, very thoughtful and coming from service. It can almost be just one person at a time. 
right, that's great insight. You Thank are an you. individual. How many clients can you support at one time, right? If if you're you know doing this deep transformational work, my guess is you're working one on one, and so you don't have the bandwidth to work with more than I'm guessing a dozen people at any given time. So this isn't a sprint. It's really a, a marathon, and it does come from being of service one person at a time. So hopefully that's provided you with a little bit of reducing the overwhelm and uh, creating some more of a inspired approach instead of like, okay, how am I going to instantly become known in my field? I really appreciate the guidance there, Wendy. Great yeah. insight. Good, good. Hopefully that's resonated with you. And uh, I would love to hear some feedback. So pl please let me know how this lands for you once you are able to maybe implement some of this technique that we've shared here and finding those ideal clients where they're hanging out. So, and, you know, interesting as I'm talking about that with you, you know, the pandemic is what I'm thinking about. It's it's obviously behind us, but not, not too far in the past. Uh, still very fresh in our memories. And it that was really a catalyst in my mind for people to become more active online and, you know, really start searching, start the search for, wait a second, am I in the career that I like? I don't really like what I do. Maybe there's other or, you know, maybe they were furloughed and they had to start that process in a, you know, forced way versus proactive. So I'm just curious if you could share maybe a little bit in terms of how the pandemic impacted the work that you do. Yes. Uh, in, in fact, it's actually been a boom for my business because I was focused in the local market here in Palm Springs and an immediate area of about 30 miles. And because of the pandemic, I was able to transition my business, not only in person, but to uh, remote access, Zoom, FaceTime, and I've been able to really grow my business uh, through that, mm -hmm. that medium. And when I look at the, the people that I'm coaching and the men I'm dealing with, a lot of them are saying the same thing. Many of them have great jobs, great paying jobs, but they have been forced to work remotely and most likely will continue to do so. And it's it's amazing. Many of the, the people I talk with say the same thing. I've got this great job, but I do not like working by myself. I feel detached. I like the environment where I'm seeing people. And so they really are active in looking for other opportunities to use their skill set where they may be able to work in more of a social environment. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting, uh, that need to feel that community. So yeah, I hadn't really thought about that in terms of the taking the, you know, a, a part of the fulfillment out of their work. So, right. well, it's interesting to me. Well, how do you work, Steve, with people, with men who want to finally experience that complete balance in their lives? You know, we mentioned about your holistic approach so that they're, they're living in complete joy. Can you you know, can you share a few more specifics, some details about your philosophy or your approach? Sure, I can. Uh, I know you mentioned uh, that I'm a life coach and by trade, I'm a certified life coach, but I like to use the word personal coach. Sometimes that resonates, especially with men. Men uh, 
see it as a sign of strength when they have a quote personal trainer at the gym, somebody mm-hmm. that they're working with in a mm-hmm. corporate environment, a personal coach to help them. And I found uh, using that terminology, per- personal coach help is resonates with the people that I work with. And my whole approach, as you mentioned, is really helping uh, men reduce stress and have more fun in their lives and realize the vision they have. And I do that through a coaching process that helps them discover what they want, define some goals, I hold them accountable, and most importantly, help them push through obstacles as they arise. As you know, Wendy, there's always going to be obstacles that oh, yeah. right. come up. Yeah. The journey. And the neat thing about this is life coaching is really forward directed. It's about being aware in the present moment of what you want in life and consistently taking inspired action to achieve that vision. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's that's really my philosophy. And that's how I engage with the people nice. that I help. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense to just really starting with almost like the GPS, you know, you don't know where you're going until you figure out exactly where you are and discovering, defining, setting that, you know, being that, um, or I should say, having that accountability through you to, uh, you know, put one foot in front of the other, because that typically, because of those limiting beliefs is where everything gets sabotaged, right? good intentions, but you know, nothing actually changes. So that accountability piece is huge. And then, you know, so that when those obstacles do come up, it's still one step at a time to reach that, that uh, vision, that destiny. Yeah. I love that. Makes perfect sense. Well, Steve, how can listeners learn more about you and this great work that you're doing? Well, my website, Wendy is desertlifecoaching.com. And it uh, provides an overview of the services that I offer and uh, most importantly, the philosophy of, I I feel what's important to lead a uh, really fulfilling life. Nice. Okay, perfect. And um, do you have any social platforms that you're active on or the main focus here would be to go learn more through desertlifecoaching.com? Yeah, I'm, I'm active on uh, Desert Life Coaching on Facebook, and uh, I do engage with a lot of, uh, on Facebook, with a lot of social media groups as well, so I try to make my presence that way as well. Yeah. Okay, terrific. All right, well, Steve, you've already shared, you know, just so many golden nuggets of wisdom here through our, our conversation, but if I could tap on you one last time, uh, in looking at your own experience and building your business, What's some advice that you can share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's, you know, maybe questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? Sure. Um, I've got a few things that I think are really critical and really important. Okay. The first is to persevere, stay committed, walk the talk, um, uh, by integrating the passion you have your, for your business and everyday conversations. That doesn't mean you have to be a salesperson and aggressive and assertive. It's just letting others know that you have a passion for what you do, I think is mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Another thing is to really focus on what makes your business a success, uh, really the niche that you provide so that you can really stand out from others. And as we mentioned, push through obstacles as they come up without procrastination. And uh, I, I think I'd end, Wendy, by saying uh, perhaps the biggest question you can ask if you're reflecting on the year ahead is uh, how many people can I be of service? How many people can I help? How many people will engage with basically what I'm selling or what I'm offering? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Just uh, keep that bigger vision of impact. Um, that's always powerful, right? When we're riding a bike and it's maybe getting a little bumpy or something on a terrain, the last thing you want to do is be looking down <laughs> at exactly. the rocks coming up. Yeah. You want to keep your eyes up, you know, where you're headed. And that, that is so true with what you've just said in terms of, you know, just persevering, having that tenacity and living your, your mission, right. Through your, your talk and your walk. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I love that part in terms of just really focus or, or distill what it is, the essence that makes you so unique and such a gift. Like I say, right. Everyone has that zone of genius that truly is a gift to others. And then of course, just getting through those obstacles. So yeah, those are all so huge, so important. Thank you so much for sharing each one of those. I love it. I love it. Wendy, when you were talking, I, I wrote down a new mantra for myself and it ah. says, get out of your way, believe in yourself. So I there think you. uh, that's there a good go. mantra for 20 <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> for the new year for myself. And perhaps that is a good one. Yep. Get out of your way. So it's, it's funny how you know, we can be our own worst enemy as well yeah. as, you know, yeah. like you said, when we focus on the vision of how many people we can support, then, you know, that shifts everything. So, yeah. Well, Steve, it's just been so great hearing about your journey from your very successful career within Wells Fargo as, uh, you know, in the marketing and sales and uh, then a trauma happened and it completely right. rocked your world turned everything upside down. You're forced to step down from that role. And uh, over the course of time, you'd also been, you know, celebrating sobriety and just this, this whole shift in, in how you were showing up and really tuning in with what it is that was speaking to you and, you know, realizing what a big difference you can make to others through your personal support, your professional support, through all these different walks of life that you'd been in. And now stepping into this role as a certified life coach, a personal coach, uh, where you're supporting men to live that life that includes peace, love, joy, happiness, gratitude, childlike innocence, and of course, service to others. So I've really enjoyed our conversation. And I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you, Wendy. Yeah. And again, for our listeners, you can reach Steve Dinga through his website. And that is desertlifecoaching.com. All right. Well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential clients' decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, 
yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Steve Dinga. And as always, here's to your success.